Hello, Facebook community. Welcome. Episode three with this gorgeous goddess right here, Helena Lua. How you doing? Yeah, a bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're nervous and sweaty, guys. This is yeah. part of it. This is the beautiful part of living in this gorgeous hot country where there's supposed to be rain, but for some reason there hasn't quite been rain yet. Yeah, so. just filling up the humidity. It's really crazy. Yeah. So yeah. welcome. Welcome, gorgeous goddesses. Welcome, beautiful souls. I just want to start by sharing a little bit about what this is, why you could be watching, what you'll gain from watching it, why I started it, and what Helena and I are going to be talking about today. So embodied sexuality. What is that all about? Um, I feel like there's a lot of misunderstanding about the world of Tantra and sensuality and sexuality and there's a lot of shame, taboos around sex and sexuality and there's a lot of misconnection and misunderstanding when it comes to um, really kind of looking at this beautiful aspect of all of us in a different way. You know, this is a, our life force within us. Um, that has the ability to transform and to connect us to the divine in so many different ways. And so a lot of us are overcoming certain stories and conditionings around our culture, specifically as women. Oftentimes in our traditional culture, men are celebrated for being sexual beings and women are shamed. And so in this episode, this series, I'm interviewing so many different women who I feel are they're working in the field of Tantra or sacred sexuality in so many different ways. They are truly empowered in their sexuality and they are embodied in their sexuality. And this is all about sharing their journey with you because the truth is that anyone who's forging this path about feeling connected and embodied and inspired in their sexuality, they've had to go on a journey to get here. So the intention is that we can bring some light into these areas so that you, the audience, can understand deeper and also get to know these amazing women, what they're doing in the world and how it is that they got to feel empowered and embodied in their sexuality. Mm. <laughs> so Helena, um, I would love to just introduce you or you mm -hmm. can introduce yourself on um, who you are, what you're doing in the world, what you're inspired by, and then we can kind of go from there. Yeah, so basically, um, like most of us, I'm coming from a background of uh, meditation and then diving into the yoga world and from the yoga world entering the tantric field. So I'm coming more from a, a white tantra background. I was always very interested in all the uh, philosophy around uh, Eastern philosophies around Buddhism and then Hinduism. And yeah, and, and on one point, tantra popped up in my life. and. I was going into this philosophy of uh, Shiva and Shakti and what it truly means, the white tantra. Yeah. And that was for me the most, uh, yeah, homecoming, let's say. Mm. Because, yeah, in the beginning it was meditation and I was like, wow, that's my thing, Buddhism. Then it was yoga and I was like, oh my God, even more me. And yeah. then entering the tantric field, I'm like, okay, this is actually my truth. Mm. So it was a homecoming. It was not really learning something it was more remembering, remembering yeah and uh, yeah and and really feeling home you know like to um to read that uh, that it is actually about um, balancing the yin and the yang the masculine and the feminine shiva shakti just inside of us mm -hmm. that i am the fucking love i'm seeking you know? like yes. this was for me like okay 
I'm not, I don't need to buy that. That's yeah. me. That's yeah. just me. And um, yeah, so that was my, my journey into the tantric field. And um, the Neo Tantra came later, like uh, what we know today as maybe Tantra in the scene, like mm -hmm. where um, really physical contact and sexuality is a, a big part of. Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, it was for many years more about philosophy, energy work. Yeah breath work the internal um, work understanding inter the internal internal work yeah. exactly and um yeah i think that this is really important and i know you wanted to speak into this and i'm happy that we're starting here in this conversation um giving people an understanding of what tantra really is because i feel like so often people don't really fully understand um and this is another reason why i'm having these conversations so people can become more aware of mm. all of the different ways in which Tantra shows up in our lives or sacred sexuality shows up in our lives. And what I love that you just spoke into is like understanding this. I came also from the same background from, you know, mm. meditation and, and yoga. And then, wow, one of the things that I felt that oftentimes the spiritual practices, um, aren't as connected to is our physical embodiment it's always about ascending about going mm -hmm. up and about reaching enlightenment and being up here whereas tantra is about no you can reach here but you are actually in this physical body in this mm. current experience absolutely so it's like tantra for me was like okay i've gotten this spirituality part and i also don't want to deny the fact that i'm in this gorgeous body that has the ability to bring me so much pleasure whether that's on my own or whether that's mm -hmm. like with other people. Yeah. And so I'm curious as you kind of started to open up this doorway of Tantra, like how did it, it came through books and it like started with books and then you started going to workshops or finding teachers mm -hmm. or what was your kind of journey or even if you remember the first kind of gateway or book or experience or workshop, what was that for you? I think it was uh, during my first yoga teacher training where we had to learn about the Shiva Shakti philosophy, which is basically white Tantra. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, that's really, that was a big homecoming. And mm. um, and then, yeah, you know, just like uh, sit on the computer, Google it and, um, and, and find more beautiful things about it. Start to talk with people, yeah. read books, definitely. Yeah. 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 And uh, especially the last, like, three four years it's like I think more easy to access this yeah. world like there are yeah. so many festivals and yeah beautiful workshops all around the world so a lot of people yeah yeah one of the things that I think is really powerful about um, how sacred sexuality conscious sexuality Tantra whatever you want to whatever umbrella you want to put it around is um, this feeling of, of safety mm -hmm. you know so often um, we're not taught we also want to talk about this you know we're not taught about how to connect with our own bodies with our own pleasure we're taught that our pleasure comes from outside of us we're not really taught about that it's safe to connect and to mm -hmm. touch each other's whether they be sisters or or even um brothers in like a platonic but yet loving and intimate way Definitely. and i feel like tantra really creates the space for us to reconnect to the fact that touch is so good yeah. and it feels really actually nourishing to my nervous system and I know you and I met at Pooja's Temple, yeah. who I had on yesterday, if you guys haven't yet so watched that. Yeah. Um, and we met, it, it, we connected in the sisterhood mm -hmm. of this experience. And this is one of the pieces that I think is so powerful, and I love that the way that you're showing up in the world, helping connect more sisters together. Mm. Because... For me, at least, I can say I never really saw my friends naked. Like, it wasn't a thing that was really, that was common. And I never saw my, like, nudity was not a thing in my, in my family. 
Um, and, but I always felt like I, I wanted to be more naked, but then I always felt ashamed because I'm like, well, I just want to be naked. And like, <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I would run around the house and I'd be like, I'm naked, you know? And it's like, that's still a part of me. But yeah, I've been kind of shamed from that because it wasn't okay. And like mm. cuddling my, with my sisters or kissing my sisters or being like close and connected mm. was never really something that I felt okay accessing until Tantra. And that's when I really, specifically that sisterhood was when I really felt, I'm like, I am so, I feel so good. I don't need the men to come. I feel so nourished. And we're like, yeah. oh my God, the boys are coming. Like, let's just stay here. You really want that. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. 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 And so yeah. I'm curious, like you said that you grew up in a, a bit more of like an open family. I'm mm-hmm. curious what your journey was. Like, have you always been open and connected? Um, did you have any shame or what's kind of your journey in this, in this world? Yeah. Thank you for asking. That's good. Yeah, so I I was raised super free, I would say. Like my parents were naked not all the time, but it was a thing, you know, when it was summertime in Germany when we would go on holidays mm. and they just run around naked and sometimes mm. even I had friends over. I remember I was uh, even as I was 15, you know, and my father would take a shower and then just cross naked our loft like super big house to to go to his bedroom and my friends were there like that. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Why did you do that, you know? Or being uh, my mom uh, being nude at the lake and I knew we could run into friends and whatever and yeah, but um talking about myself, so nudity was never um never really something to be ashamed of in my family. So yeah. uh bathroom doors were open and all that and the naked body was very natural and mm. I love my parents for that, you yeah. know. Mm. My mom would take me to the sauna from a very young age, like yeah. four years or something. I remember like every week, every month we would go together to, to the sauna and in Germany everyone is naked in the sauna. Yeah. So um, I was my whole life very used to um, nude bodies and it happened in my teenagery that there were, there were a couple of years where I was like, you know, maybe when, when you really become a woman, when the body is changing, yeah. then you're a bit more shy. Yeah. But I remember also with like 16, 17, we went to holidays together and I was already topless at the beach again with my yeah. family as well, you know, because I was like, um, yeah, just I, I loved it that I can be topless free. with my family yeah. and free. And yeah. today um, it's a big piece of me. I think everyone who knows me <laughs> knows that I like to just wear like, um, I don't know. Little to nothing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're yeah, living yeah. in hot countries, so yeah. I really like that. And I, yeah. I'm, I have no shame around my body. And and uh, even today, you know, my parents are older now, but we are still very free with each other. We go to the sauna in our holiday house. My brother and me, we are like naked when we go to together to the lake or whatever. Mm. So I love this piece and um, I would definitely do the same with my kids. Yeah. Uh, still, um, there is, uh, for sure, it was not the, the perfect family and there were other things um, where I would say I would encourage my kids more, like mm. not just to be naked with a physical body, mm. but also to be naked with your fucking soul, your emotions, mm. your thoughts, that mm. everything is welcome. Because this is what I see the last years in the workshops that yeah. uh, actually to strip down the layers of protection, what is what clothes are as well, yeah. and to show your nude body and mm-hmm. say, this is how I look. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed. Mm-hmm. Everything is like it is and it's mm-hmm. welcome like mm-hmm. that. Um, that this piece is for a lot of adults even in the workshops, like the first piece. And yeah. then from that to enter the field of and my emotions are okay as well. Yes, yes. And 
my whatever, my shame, my yeah. my my opinion, whatever, my, my anger, ev- yeah, 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 everything. Yeah. That it's just, and this is a piece I would like to educate my kids. You know, like to you that you can live every emotion that you always work. Maybe my parents tried, but uh, that was that was my journey. When you ask what was my journey to become a uh, how do you say embodied uh, embodied sexuality you're just yeah. embodied in who you are yeah. and how you are and how you move your <laughs> arrows and welcoming all parts yeah. of you and yeah yeah to welcome all parts of me that was my journey I mean this is why I started to meditate this is why I went into yoga this is why I went into Tantra because um, you in the beginning you start to shed off layers you know and you become more balanced through meditation practice yeah. and uh, through yoga even deeper and you maybe feel your body better and yeah. you're, you're becoming more aware but uh, on one point I, I really felt there's more there's just more what I really need to release and uh, I felt that the liberation of my being and to really become the love like mm. to, to become this this essence what thrives us all um, that this is my journey and uh, and that means self-love in the first place and that means you have to accept all aspects of yourself exactly lower vibrational (laughs) or things that are shames yeah yeah and it's fucking hard like and uh and it's an everyday job that's the other piece like uh, you know there were many years where i was thinking okay on one point i'm going to love myself you know and then i'm ready for whatever you know creating family or and then yeah just to learn it's a fucking everyday job you can Mm. reach the state again and again and another day you're like full of doubts and fears and yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely and this is so beautiful in the field and this is why i love also the connections with the sisters in the field but also with the brothers you know like you said it's not just about the touch it's also about the fact that uh, we are meeting each other Mm -hmm. you know and you're welcome you're welcome with your no you're welcome with your maybe you're welcome with fuck you Helena today I'm I don't want to hang out with you you know you're welcome with that yeah and this is for me the most freeing because yeah I really I try to practice more and more radical honesty the last years and um yeah sometimes to have encounters with like uh or let's say out of our bubble you know and then be like fuck people are just not really honest you know and And you have to check in are you really okay with what we're yeah. doing right now? Yeah. Or, There's a um, lot of people-pleasing mentality around, like, yeah. I was taught that I need to show up like this, whether yeah. I'm your friend or whether I'm your lover yeah. or whether I'm whatever, I'm I'm this role, and yeah. I need to play this role in order for you to love me and accept me. Mm-hmm. And I might be actually not honoring some of my boundaries and doing so, but I want to be likable because I don't want to die alone mm-hmm. or whatever the story is. Yeah. And I think that this is really important. Um, yeah, so for, for people who are, who are listening, if you also, if you have any questions... Feel yeah. free to ask. Um, Was there something already? Yeah, there are a couple of people online. That's nice. Yeah. So, nice. so yeah, I think, you know, the, the biggest piece is also just speaking into this is that embodied sexuality just means, for me at least, it means that you are comfortable in your own body, understanding that you have eros or erotic erotic energy that's your nature and to shame it or to push it down or to be afraid of it and i'll be honest i was afraid of mine because i knew how powerful it was Mm -hmm. i'm like holy moly this energy is so powerful it's the most powerful current i've ever experienced it helps me transcend all of my all time and space just goes away when i'm fully connected to this energy whether i'm with myself or whether i'm with someone else Mm -hmm. or other people what is this current and how come I've never been taught 
about this before, but mm -hmm. I can feel it. And it's kind of this thing that's like pushed down and not really talked about. And one of the pieces that I love that you played into is that it's allowing yourself to feel first and foremost, and feel all of your emotions, mm. feel whatever's alive. And, and Pooja spoke into, or somebody spoke into this the other day. I don't think it was Pooja, it was somebody. And they said, you know, especially in tantric temple spaces, it's like you can go in and the medicine, actually, I think it was Victoria. Um, she's on Instagram. Uh, she's called the tantric witch. And she said, you can go in and you're in a ceremony, but mm. instead of using plant medicines, you're using your arrows and it's like you don't go in trying to get something you're not going in sexuality isn't about getting anything tantra isn't about getting anything there's no goal it's no ends just like you were saying it's like oh, i'm on this journey to loving myself every day it changes you yeah. know there's so many emotions that are welcome and even in and when you talk about sexuality you bring that into the space that's when you really start to see the human shadows play out that's when you really start to see, like, but you, you're mine. You came mm -hmm. here with me. Like, I own you. You know, these different pieces are, like, jealousy play out, insecurity, mm -hmm. these, like, not enough feelings. Mm -hmm. And so I think for, for anyone who's listening, um, and, of course, your comments are welcome if that's something that you, you, you want to share, whether you're watching the replay or whether you're watching live right now. But it's this, this, this piece of, like, all individuals but as I'm interviewing women it's like we've all gone on a journey to connect deeper to loving ourselves mm -hmm. to appreciating ourselves Absolutely. and the animal the animal that is within us mm -hmm. and I feel like oftentimes um, this piece of the animal isn't really talked about yeah. it's not really seen and it's not really accepted <laughs> um, and it's only accepted when it's in a certain way and yeah. so this is something that I think is, is really powerful. And I'm curious if there's anything, anything else you want to, yeah. that's a lie for you that you feel like speaking into. Absolutely. Like you, you're so inspiring. I love it. I mean, <laughs> it's in the life the same, like when we have conversations, it's uh, very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. So you, you started this, uh, this piece here with uh, telling what um, embodied sexuality means to you and it means for everyone something else and it's similar to me but for me uh, I would say to my today in the morning I thought what does it really mean to me embodied mm -hmm. sexuality and it means to me to be deeply connected to myself mm -hmm. and through this connection to myself to check in with who to connect but just yes. when it's like really divine yes. and aligned yes. you know yes and uh, and this is a piece I really want to talk in uh, or speak into uh, because so tantric field like i mentioned before everyone thinks you know it's just a big orgy yeah and uh yeah so for me to this this journey of self-love was for me always a journey don't ask me why like uh, i had this idea in my mind as i was little i just want to make love with one man in my life yeah, yeah. didn't work out yeah. then i made like i made another number up and i was like okay then it's going to be oh three. the numbers game i know that one yeah <laughs> i said three men you know i was like okay one to try a second or one was not working the second to try and the third one i'm going to you know it's it's the man of my life and i really like um i don't know why but i but i had this feeling from a very young age that my body is sacred yes. and that my yoni my my vagina is sacred yeah. and um even with my first boyfriend i 
and also with the following ones it took me quite a while always to open up and I communicated with them and I was like this is the most sacred thing I have to offer 100%. without knowing about Tantra yeah. you know it was like yeah, yeah. and um, and just communicating that so just to speak into um, that you are a fully embodied sexual woman or being doesn't mean that you open up to everyone absolutely not you have a like, lot of discernment you feel whether it's right or wrong yeah exactly and uh, if, like I said for me in the first place it means to be very very connected to myself mm -hmm. and when there is a divine connection with another being I can still feel into it. Is it just like, do I need eye gazing? Do I want to cuddle? Do I want to kiss, touch, whatever? And um, the, the field is so big, but who to invite really into my body, especially as a woman. And this is why I'm really grateful that you do all these conversations uh, this week with only women, because we are different. Yeah. We yeah. are the same. Yeah. We're all human beings or we are all beings on this planet. But in the end, we, we as women, we are different. We're receiving. We take, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We take the man in. And it's a fucking different feeling yeah. to, to like take someone in than to enter someone. And therefore, yeah, return to the sacredness of your temple, you know, mm -hmm. like this is, is something I always teach in workshops, like learn to love yourself and uh, through this yeah really connect to the sacredness of your own being and and make yourself the most precious thing like how precious do you treat others how yeah. how lovingly do you treat others touch them and yeah. and uh, protect them yeah. do you do that to yourself yeah like yeah. please do so yeah. please do so like yeah. and oh my god there are like so many sparkles right now in my mind so many things i would like to talk about because also the self-pleasure piece for women you know because um loving yourself does not mean just to um accept yourself with all your shadows and uh to be kind of proud of uh, of every facet of your being but also to um to learn how to love your physical body and um i always loved self-pleasuring like from a very young age and uh I, I still was ashamed. My family was not that free that I was like, yeah, cool, I'm going now to self-pleasure. Like, was still this little by, bit like, mm, is that okay what I'm doing? Like, I feel so feel good, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, but I have to say that I um, maybe at least uh, became aware of uh, a different field of self-pleasure just the last years through Tantra. Yeah. And also uh, through Easter, I have yeah. to say, you know, yeah. just to... Um, to reach out and um, and ask others just like myself to um, to pleasure without orgasm yeah just to I don't know explore yeah. where is like the where is the most pleasure it doesn't have to be your yoni but it absolutely exactly. can be yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. just yeah. to to explore your body and just to uh, and to listen like yeah. sometimes it's like I was in actually last night I was I was home alone I had this rose petal bathtub and mm. I was like oh maybe I feel like some self-pleasure like nobody's home you know <laughs> I had the candles lit the music going and I started just massaging myself mm. with coconut oil I put my hands and I was listening. I was listening to my yoni, and she's she's had so I've been so overwhelmed and had so much penetration from the world in general that I'm like, no, she just wants to be held. Yeah. So I just like sat there and I just like held her, you know. I had it for the last weeks as well. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. just like, 
this is what taking, she wants. Taking coconut oil, massaging my breasts, and also yeah, going going to my yoni. But sometimes it's not. There's no penetration needed. Yeah, yeah. She just wants to just like I'm I'm here for you. Yeah. If you need anything, let me know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. And how how good it feels just to massage your womb or yeah or to yeah, tickle your little belly. Or, yeah. yeah. And I even like doing like with my hand, just like if I if I wanted someone to like grab my neck mm-hmm. a little bit, like this deep massage, and just like oh, it feels so good. Um, yeah, anyway. and from that maybe we can jump into how it is also in the temples because I it was such a piece I w- wanted to share because people have um, have ideas about temples and yeah sure temples are <laughs> different I guess you know but uh, I think we both exchanged how we experience temples and I think we both ex- exchanged for example that we never had penetrative sex in the temple and that we're also not looking forward to have that mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that it's more about the connection mm-hmm. and um, and about yeah eye gazing mm-hmm. massaging feeling the energy yeah. of the arrows move like witnessing like actually witnessing people in their pleasure however that looks mm-hmm. and being in this field this cosmic soup of just seeing the aliveness that yeah. comes through in spaces like that yeah what also uh, comes to me is how much I love to see the true expression of others yeah. Yeah. like ah this is what someone likes you yeah. know even if it's kinky stuff yeah. or yeah. Um, I don't know being tied up and I, the way of kissing the way of whatever you know encountering I love to just dance in the temples yeah. and, and watch just witness yeah, yeah same witness. me too it's beautiful Allow, seeing people allowing themselves to experience parts of themselves that in most places they probably don't have the ability exactly and love them for that yeah yeah. And love them it for adds that. so much. Like, I know. You have yeah. to have the like the corner with the BDSM and stuff because that's like exciting and it's different. And then the animal yeah. play and the yoni gazing or whatever is going yeah. on, you know. So, wow, yeah. wow. Well, I don't want to take too much more time, mm-hmm. um, but I want to see if there's any questions. Yeah. If anybody has any questions, you guys are more than welcome to ask. Um, again, the intention is to create spaces where people feel that they can actually uh, feel safe to express and explore these parts of themselves. Specifically, as women, mm. there's so much shame. I had the numbers thing, I totally had it too. Mine wasn't that specific, but I also had that. And so, for anyone who's listening, if you have questions on tantra, if you have questions on uh, or shame or fear that's coming up for you, please feel free um, to ask us a question. And I'm going to ask you a question just while we wait to see if anybody wants to share. Helena, if there was someone who was really wanting to be more intentional about their sexuality, they realize that they've been, you know, they, they realize sex is a part of their experience. Um, they're not exactly, haven't been finding the right people to engage with. They don't feel like they've been... Uh, really heard or Mm. seen or felt in their sexual experiences what advice would you give someone who's wanting to be more conscious with who they choose to share their temple with Mm. yeah again I think self-love is the is the first piece to Mm. really like you can't love and open truly up to someone else before you don't open up to yourself and really accept yourself where Mm. you are so I think the biggest piece is for me, but yeah. this is all yeah, what is we can uh, what we can offer, right? Is like self love and trust, and uh, I think it's coming through the self love, you know, mm-hmm. or to yeah, to love in general, to to dive into this vibration, and then just to feel that you can trust. You have to actually trust. Yeah. It's not uh, you can. You have to trust because this universe is just uh, delivering everything how it has to be, and mm-hmm. we have to kind of 
trust and it doesn't mean that we cannot be active and and go for things um so yeah please go for it you know yeah. go for for um for your own way to drop in what's alive for me how can i how can i really feel trust and love for my being and inside of my own being yeah. and and through this yeah to open up to others this is always what i would say and um, yeah and the yeah. key piece in trusting yourself is spending time with yourself getting to know mm. yourself that's our thing right yeah it's like what you need in order yeah. to really learn the communication and the language of you it's like spending time with yourself and so often in our mm. society we're taught that you need to give to everything and everyone else and then you make time for yourself and i feel mm. like this is just so backwards mm -hmm. so yeah, a couple things that I can offer for those of you who are interested. Um, I do have a Worship the Goddess. It's an online experience. It's beautiful. It's all about this. It's about how do I learn to worship and nourish and honor myself through rituals and practices so that people can really begin to say, how would I want to be touched? You know, I had this experience when I was in India. And I wanted to, like, I wanted to spend a, a, an evening dating myself. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to have a really nice shower. And I'm like, hold on. Why, if I was in the shower with a lover, would I take so much time to oh, nourish yeah. and wash and enjoy? And it would be, I would have candles and music, but I never do that with myself. Mm -hmm. So this is when I, when I created this ritual called the goddess shower. And I share that in there. And then for people who are wanting to connect more deeply to their yoni and, and to give their yoni a voice, I have something that's coming up next week. It's called, or the week after called yoni magic and it's a five-day ritual experience on how to really connect to your yoni how to give your yoni a voice and how to really speak mm. into learning and and it's okay because i can say that i oftentimes when i was younger didn't know how to listen to her and i didn't always make the best decisions and i think it's really important that she has a voice and we learn how to listen to her so if you guys are interested in that i will leave the links in the comments above and helena where can people find you is there anything that you have coming up um, that you're inspired to share with the world of people who mm. love your wisdom and love your words and want to learn I mean, more. we are co-creating now, we are right? Co so, um, yeah, we're super happy to tune in with all the Bali uh, women here and we want to, yeah, just offer what we created between us, what we created inside of us and, uh, and to, yeah, take you into the circle, learn from each other and offer what, what, whatever we have to offer you, yeah. And what about social channels? Do you have social yeah, channels? Yeah, you can follow me. I'm uh, Helena's Horizon on Instagram and post sometimes um, also a little bit about, yeah, what we just talked. So yeah. You have a good join, journey. Join she she has great stories. If you guys yeah. like the stories, she has great stories. Mm. So, all right, you guys. Well, this is Embodied Sexuality Part 3 with Helena Lua. We are here in Bali enjoying um the hot sun and the coconuts mm, and a lot of the a lot of the love hoping to share this with you guys if you have any questions for helena you can find her here i've tagged her above questions for me let me know questions anything else you want to know put them in the comments please do so all right yeah well thank join you so us. join us <laughs> join us for a big sisterhood and yeah. for more love on this planet and more free bodies mm, mm, yeah. more free bodies snaps to that yeah <laughs> all right you guys we'll talk to you soon ciao Goodbye.